is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On The Come Down. I'm Palmer, and today I'm riding solo. Um, if you followed the Instagram, which if you don't, On The Come Down Pod, that's where we get all our good clips and everything. Go check that out. Um, but if you follow the Instagram, you know that uh, there was no podcast last week because my room flooded. And we had some pipe issues with the house, and I'll get into that story in a little bit. But uh, I don't have Gates with me today. I don't have don't have my producer. So this episode might be a little bit choppier than normal, um, and uh, we're going to see how it goes. I'm, I'm flying solo, and I think I got everything figured out. But also, um, if you are watching a clip or something, um, you can tell that I have a different background, a little bit of a scenery. So if you're watching the, uh, not just listening, if you're watching the visual as well, um, yeah, you're seeing my closet right now. And that's because uh, my desk had to be moved just because it's it's configured differently and right underneath me right now is where the carpet is pulled out and it's not getting fixed till uh, tomorrow. But uh, I wanted to put this out anyways. It might be a little echoey in here too just because of the no carpet and everything, but I wanted to get this out anyways, just because um, I didn't want to go two weeks without an episode, and I I thought when this happened, it was two months, yeah, it was two weeks ago almost, um, it's, I thought it was just going to be like a quick fix, but then they had to send the carpet in from Georgia, I guess, which I don't really understand, these people make houses for a living, and they don't have any extra flooring, so um, I don't really know what's going on there but anyways um yeah so i just i wanted to get this out there and uh hopefully hopefully you guys enjoy the story of um our house flooding because i surely didn't but i think it's pretty funny so to get into it um this would have been two like i said two weeks ago um it was it was on a monday and about two weeks ago, about 10 days ago and I woke up, I had just worked late and I woke up and I woke up at like 11 o'clock and I was like, ah, shit, but it was my day off. I had just worked two closings Saturday, Sunday, Monday was my day off. I'm like, I'm sleeping in and I get up and I step outside my bedroom door and the floor is wet and I'm like, oh my fucking God, you have to be kidding me. Like there's water in the carpet and I'm like, okay, did something spill? Like what happened? So I scattered to look and in our hallway, in our basement is our washing machine. And underneath the washing machine, I could see water pooling. Cause it's kind of like they have like hardwood floor underneath, like hardwood paneling underneath the uh, washing machine. And I could see it pooling and I was like, shit, like the, the washing machine flooded. Right. And I was like, damn it. Okay. So, um, I, I like took the stuff out of the washing machine. I put it in the dryer, but the wash, it wasn't like. There wasn't any water in the washing machine. I pulled it out. I looked behind it. I looked at the pipes and I'm like, I'm not seeing where this water is coming from. It's not coming from anywhere. Um, so I got all the other guys and I was like, yo, like what the fuck is happening? And um, Deej and Gates were like, oh yeah, the toilet's plugged too. And I go in there and I'm like, I mean, it's plugged, plugged. Like it's right to the rim. Like it was, I thought it was going to overflow. Like if you put any bit of water in it, it would have come over the top. And I was like, so what the hell is going on here? So we're trying to figure it out. We're putting, um, we're, we're putting like towels down on the, on the carpet and we're like, okay, maybe just like the washing machine had a problem or whatever. We don't know how plumbing works. We're not plumbers. We're college kids. So we tried to figure it out and 
I was like, okay, so I guess we got to plunge the toilet, right? Like that's, that's step A. And I was super pissed and we don't have a plunger. So I was like, I thought Lap had not plunged the toilet. I thought he plugged it this morning and just decided not to plunge it because we didn't have a plunger. And I was like, fuck, I guess I'll go get a plunger then. God damn it. So I was just in a bad mood. And, and then I think it was Gates or DeAndre opens up the, um, opens up the, uh, gosh, like the furnace room, sorry, the, the utility room. That's the word I was looking for. And the utility room is literally right behind the wall that I like it's it shares the wall with my closet, right? So it's the wall right behind me actually. And we're like and he's like, guys, like the water is like it's the utility room is has standing water in it at this point. And I'm like, You're fucking kidding me. And like the drain in the middle of the utility room is just standing water. And we're like, holy fuck. So I'm still like, okay, I guess I gotta go. I don't know, like, what's what's the move here? And we have a sump pump, but it's covered, right? Like, mo- like a lot of sump pumps have, um, you can, like, see the water in it. This one's covered. And so we couldn't tell if the sump pump had a lot of water in it or, like, if the sump pump wasn't working, whatever. And I, so I walk back into my room, and I'm like, I doubt it, but, like, let's, because the, the, the wall in the utility room wasn't wet. And I was like, okay. So I was like, let's just look at it. So I... I come into my room and I go behind my door and I look inside my closet and the carpet is starting to get wet. And I'm like, you are fucking kidding me. Like, what is happening right now? Like, did it rain last night? Like, is our sump pump? Like, what what is happening? Because uh, when I was younger in my parents' old house in Maple Grove, we, like, our, um, our furnace room flooded. There was, like, a huge storm and our sump pump started flooding and everything and I mean, we're in the basement, and so I'm like, okay, so maybe like the ground or whatever it's soaking in. I don't know how plumbing works, but I'm like, fuck, this could be bad, right? And and when that happened, I still remember it. It was, I think it was 2005. There was like a horrible storm. I like tornadoes, ever like one of the worst storms that I've had in my lifetime. And my mom and I both had the chicken pox, so like I wasn't even going to school the next day. But my entire family, me, my sister, my mom, my dad, were up all night bailing like the water was so bad that we had to bail it out with huge buckets and just start like pouring it out because it wasn't getting to the sump pump and like it was it was bad my grandpa had to drive up from chanhassen to get us a new battery backup he had to go to home depot at like two in the morning it was a whole thing it was i I still remember it it was awful while my mom and i are deathly ill with the chicken pox right and so, so that's like the first thing that came into my mind. I was like, shit, like, did it rain last night? Is it really bad? I don't even know. And the plug toilet was still kind of weird to me, but I uh, didn't really put two and two together. So I, um, I like, I, w- I went to the store and I got a plunger and I called my dad. I was like, what do I do? And he's like, you got to start bailing it to see where the water is coming from. Right. You got to, you got to get it off the drain. And I'm like, okay. So I called Gates and I'm like, yo dude, like we got to start bailing this shit. We got to get it off the drain. Right start throwing it in the sink whatever because we just need to see we need to see if it's coming up or if it was coming in and then it wasn't draining properly right so i grab a cup and i start bailing water and stuff and i had called my mom because my mom works for a restoration company um she's on the financial side but basically her company um they're doing a lot of stuff in covid right now they're cleaning up places from covid they're um they like get sent to the hurricanes like they they contract people out there to like help clean up like it's a restoration company so 
I called her. She didn't answer. I called my dad. He said, you got to start bailing. I go, okay. So I come home. I grab our cups and stuff. And at this point, it's getting worse. Like the water is encroaching my desk. Like everything's getting worse. So I push everything back. I take shit out of my room. I'm like, this is really bad. This is not a good, not a good look. But I'm like, okay, so we got to start bailing. So I grab, I grab some cups and I start bailing shit. And I realize that it's really like, it's really dirty water. I don't know why, but like it's super dirty water, right? And I'm like, damn it. Okay. So Gates and I are bailing and my mom calls me and she goes, what's up? And I tell her the story and this is while I'm bailing. Like I'm my, like my socks are off or whatever. Like my feet are soaking wet. I'm bailing water, the whole thing. And my hands are wet and everything. And my mom goes, is it murky? Like, is it gross water? And I go, yes. And she goes, where have you been putting it? I go into the sink. She goes, Palmer, everything that you're putting into the sink is just coming straight back up. You're basically just bailing into a cycle. And I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Really? Okay. So I stopped bailing and she goes, it's murky water, isn't it? I go, yes. I go, also, it smells awful. Like, I don't know what this is, but it smells awful. She goes, Palmer, it's fucking sewer water. You are bailing shit right now. There is poop in this water. That is what the murkiness is. And I'm like, you're actually kidding me. What? And so I'm thinking, like, did we clog the toilet? Like, is like is our poop coming up? And my mom's like, no, it's the entire, like, the entire sewer system is coming into your basement right now. So it's, it's people's poop from all, like, just fucking everywhere. Everybody's sewer is coming up into our house right now because the sewer lines are attached. And I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. So it's getting worse. And my mom's like, all those cups you just used, got to throw them. All those, all those towels you just used, got to throw them. And we were putting, like, fucking our – we were putting everything we had to try to stop this water. And now we're like, we have to throw all of it away, right? And so my mom comes down and she's got like a big fan and um, she's got uh, she got like a big fan in the shop back and we were going to try to vacuum up the water and everything. And she gets down here and she looks at it and she starts taking pictures. She's like, this is literally like feces. This is people's poop in this water right now. And I'm like, and it's guys, the smell was so bad. Like I was gagging horrifically and I'm pretty good about it. Like as far as like, just poop or throw up or like any smell like I don't it like smells don't bug me right this was the worst thing I've ever smelled like I could feel myself getting lightheaded turns out that's because sewer gas was coming up and that's what happens right it's like not healthy to be inhaling sewer gas so we all had our masks on and everything and so we like a bunch of shit was ruined then I realized it was laundry day for me so I had clothes on my floor in my bedroom my work clothes got soaking wet with this fucking poop water. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, what? Like, come on. So I thought that was ruined. I was in a panic. Luckily, my mom got some stuff from the guys at her work and she cleaned it out. Thank God bless my mother. But also, if my mother is listening, I'm only telling parts of the story involving you because I think they're funny. Thank God you were here to help me. God bless all mothers that get shit done for their family and for their kids. Love you, mom. So she comes down and we're, we're figuring stuff out and she call and 
all while this is happening, I text, I mean, I called like the emergency maintenance line and I left him a message and he goes, I'm in a meeting right now. I'll call you back. That was at like 105. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's in a meeting. It goes till two or like, it was like 1205. I'm like, okay, maybe it ends at one. It's an hour long meeting, right? Gets to about 130. No answer from him. I text him. I go, hey, we have water that is not stopping. It continue. It is continuing to come up. Looks like there's feces in the water. Like, I think this is sewer water. Please respond to me as soon as possible. No response for like 20 minutes. My mom's like, you got to tell everybody in the house. So like I had to run and it's a duplex, right? So there's six of us in this and five of us, five people in the upper unit. I had to go up there and I was like, Hey guys, like you can't, you can't shower. You can't run water. You can't pour anything down the drain. Cause it's all coming back up. So we were without water for a while. We didn't turn the water off, but we're like, please do not use anything. And so we're sitting here and my mom calls the, my mom calls the maintenance guy and he answers right away. And my mom goes, you need to get here immediately. And he goes, why? And she goes, there is a flood happening in their basement. And she goes, there is feces floating around in the water. He goes, what? She goes, fecal matter. He's like, what are you talking about? She goes, poop. There's poop in the water. She starts shouting, there is poop in the water. And I am crying laughing. Gates is in his room. He can hear through the walls. She is just screaming, there is poop in the water. And it was quite possibly the funniest thing ever because and i just hear the guy on the other line go oh and she goes yeah so get your ass here like i work for a restoration company i know what's happening you need to get here so he comes and he's like yeah we gotta get a we gotta get a plumber here or whatever and i mean the whole time just working with assholes and so and my mom's leaving messages for the landlord, like, hey, like, we need to get this figured out, yada, yada, yada. He's not, he's not answering my mom's, uh, my mom's calls. And also, this'll, this'll go back to it in the story, but when we first moved in, it took us two and a half weeks to get internet installed because the builders of the house sided over the hole that the internet company is supposed to, like, go through to, to get the line from outside connected to the inside. And so we would have Xfinity come out. They would say, yeah, you need to talk to the builders. We would talk to the builders. They go, nope, it's Xfinity fucking up. And we were stuck in the middle. They wouldn't admit that they built the, like they made a mistake while building the house, right? So that was a whole like two and a half week process. And finally the landlords came out. They're like, yep, the builders did something wrong, yada, yada, yada. So this is like strike two, right? Like something's going on. And so the plumber comes out and he goes, yeah, like your sump pump is completely full and when he lifted that cap oh my god the smell i gagged so hard it was like i'm i i can't just even thinking about it awful and he goes yeah the sewer line and your sump pump are connected which made zero sense why is the sewer line and our sump pump connected i have no idea he goes i gotta turn the water off you guys can't use water and we're like for how long he's like well until you get it fixed right so finally, my mom tells the maintenance guy, like, hey, um, like, you need to get somebody out here. And he goes, well, I, well, she, well, so she's like, you need to get the maintenance or you need to get the landlord on the phone right now. And he goes, okay. 
because my mom called her people at her company and were like, this is what we're working with. And they're like, um, yeah, this is a code three health problem. They're like, if we were, if somebody called us out to this house, we would be legally obligated to call, like to contact the health department. This is a code three. There was fecal matter. They should not be living in that house. They should not be breathing in that air. They need to get out of that house, right? And my mom was going to have her people come, but because the landlord and the builders have contracts with cleaning companies and stuff, we, we can't bring our own people in basically. Or we could, but we would have to pay for it and we're not going to do that, right? Because it's a house. It's under warranty. They should have to pay for it. So we are like, okay, whatever. So we're panicking. And my mom's like, you like get the landlord on the phone with me right now. And my mom is just going at the landlord, right? God bless her. Like if anybody knows me and knows how I handle situations, it's because of my mother. I got it from her. And she's on the phone with the landlord and she's like, I am leaving messages. He goes, I just called you back, which he didn't. Uh, she had to call him on the maintenance guy's phone and she has him on speakerphone. So everybody in the house is hearing this. All of the roommates are hearing this. And this is what bugged me. This is what bugged me about how the landlord handled it. And I think it's very comical. These people own a lot, like rent a lot of buildings, right? A lot of places to the U of M area, to a lot of kids. A, I get it. I'm 21 years old. But when I say that there's sewer water and fecal matter, I do know what I'm talking about. So like, please respect me as an adult. And that's the one thing that these landlords have not done is they treat us like we're college kids that don't fucking know what's going on. So that's why my mom had to get involved. Also, because I didn't know what to do. I'm not a plumber. But also just to like comment, I was in poop water for like a good 25 minutes, like bailing it out, right? So now, and I can't wash my hands because we don't have water. So I'm taking every bit of antibiotic spray and you know everything we have and i'm like oh my like just the grossest thing. i can't shower it off i feel disgusting my feet are still like soggy like so gross so gross but she's on the phone with him and she's on speakerphone with him and he she goes this is like uh well first of all his excuse was she goes you need to get somebody out here right now and he goes listen i have col- i have kids in college I completely understand. I'm sorry. Well, first he was saying that he couldn't get somebody out till the next morning. And my mom's like, if you have kids in college, you cannot tell me that you understand. You're going to make them live in a house that has got poop water in it, like in their carpet till tomorrow. That's a health violation. No, you don't understand. And then she's like, like it was it was right right before we were supposed to pay rent. They're like, nobody here is paying rent until we get this figured out. He's like, no, I totally like I, I don't want you to pay rent, yada yada yada. And she goes, This is strike two, the whole internet problem. And he just goes, Oh, don't give me that. And she goes, No, no, I'm going to give you that. This is the second problem you guys have had with builders, yada yada yada. And he goes, Oh, cut me a break. That is the professionalism of this landlord. He said Oh, cut me a break. I'm sorry. No, we will not. You built a shitty house. I don't know what else to tell you. There will be no breaks given. I don't... How how is that... Like, if he would have just been like, I'm really sorry. This is the earliest we can get somebody out. I'm going to try to get somebody out sooner. But like... And I totally get it. Let's not worry about rent. I'm sorry that they probably should move out tonight because of the health code. He just goes, give me a break. 
no, fuck you, buddy. No, last straw. Like, I, I'm a, I can deal with no internet, cannot deal with no water, and fucking my shit is like ruined. Like, we were contacting the insurance company and everything. I'm like, I, because my mom's company is like, if that gets into the wood, if that gets into the, like, it could cause mold if you don't dry it out right away. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen, right? Like, it can be a serious thing with flooding and let alone sewer, like sewage. And so it was just, it was comical how badly they were handling this. Luckily, they got somebody out to look at it, right? And we're all, I mean, we are getting so lightheaded by being in this house. We're all wearing masks. Like, it smells horrible in there. It's so awful. I'm packing, like, we're all packing electronics up and shit because we know that they're going to have to come in with machines. We didn't know how much stuff they were going to rip up. We didn't know if they were going to have to rip down walls. Like, we didn't really know what was happening because it was so wet in here. And we didn't know how bad the damage was going to be. And we also didn't know if it was going to stop. We didn't know what was wrong with it. So we all are like packing up to go home for at least the night. I knew that I was going to have to be there like home a little bit longer because of the carpet. I thought maybe a week or I thought maybe a couple days. I thought, okay, Monday they'll get new carpet in by Friday. That Friday they were like, yeah, we have to ship it in from Georgia and then we'll install it the next couple days. I'm like, how do you build this many houses how do you not have extra carpet stored in the back? Like, do you not have like a, a storage unit or not a storage unit? Do you not have like a warehouse that like you put building materials in? I don't understand. Felt like there should be some extra whatever. I mean, like it's all the way down the hallway. So now I had to wait. So I was in my parents' house for a week and a half. And so we're all packing up and all of a sudden the, the so they bring in two new plumbers and then they bring in service master to fix everything. And the two new plumbers just go, oh, um, well, they come out, they go, yeah, we figured out the problem. There's a clog. And we go, okay, that makes sense. And he goes, yeah, uh, looks like a pair of lacy underwear. I'm just going to let that sit for a second. Lacy underwear. Um, the funny part is, well, so first of all, I'm like, who the fuck is, who, whose girlfriends are over? Who is, who is flushing lacy underwear? Uh, but as, as my good friend Haley said, I was telling her the story, um, I shouldn't have assumed that it was one of their girlfriends. Maybe Gates was wearing lacy underwear. I don't know. I've thought about trying it. More support, maybe. I'm not sure. But, no. So we all were like, okay, who the fuck is over, right? So the guys upstairs, we had to tell them, one of, one of their names is Alan. I just go, yo, Alan, why are you flushing lacy underwear? And he, I've never seen somebody more confused in my life. He was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, but so we're like, okay, we don't know who's flushing lacy underwear. God bless Gates' soul. He did call his girlfriend and was like, hey, um, you didn't flush your underwear, right? I'm like, Gates, I don't think your girlfriend actually flushed her underwear. But he was like, yeah, I, I have to make a call. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so then they like, like have, so we're like assuming that it's underwear. And we're like, okay, who the fuck is doing that? But then we're like, okay, it's in the sewer. So whatever. Like, who the fuck's underwear is here, right? Then they're like, yeah, it's a rag. And we're like, okay. And, like, I looked at it. It was like a bar rag. Like, one of those, like, white towel rags that, like, you would see, like, a bartender or a server use. And we're like, okay. And they're like, and the plumbers tried to tell us. They're like, yep, it could only come from this toilet, the one in the basement. And I'm like, 
the other plumber told us that this entire building is connected, which it would be, right? It would all, all the plumbing in a house would be connected. You wouldn't have separate plumbing pipes for the upstairs and the downstairs. Even, not even like the top duplex and the bottom duplex. Like we have two floors with two different bathrooms. He goes, nope, had to have come from this toilet. I'm like, that's just not true. Like we, and he's like, I don't know who's been flushing rags. And we're all dumbfounded. We're all looking around like, nobody is fucking flushing rags. Nobody, we don't even use those kind of rags. And also like, nobody's that dumb. We're not doing that, right? So then they like were blaming us and they were saying that it's us and yada, yada, yada. And my mom was talking to some of her company and they're like, yeah, like what well, a, like when you build a house, people have rags on them, right? B, if it came from the sewer, it could be anybody on the block. So not our fault, but it's all liability. It's all, they just don't want to get in trouble, right? Also, they don't want to be here longer. They don't care if, you know, they get out today and then they get sent out tomorrow to do the job. They'll be doing the same job. They just don't want to be at this house for three hours not being able to give you an answer. So the people at my mom's company were like, I, this dude's been doing this all his life, like restoration. He's like, I have seen plenty of plumbers throw a rag and claim that it was, that was the clog, like, you know, whatever, for liability reasons. So we don't really know where the rag came from, could have come from them could have come from the people two blocks down like whatever which if it came from the people two blocks down imagine how much like whose poop was in our house whose fucking poop that might be the title of this podcast whose fucking poop because it's disgusting i still can't get over it i like get the shivers and fucking gag thinking about it it's disgusting So anyways, they figured it out and I had to move home and my room still is not completed and it's still, I just moved my stuff back in today. Today is Friday, Um, hopefully the day before this comes out, but that's all. I mean, I'm recording it late and Gates still has to edit and everything, so God bless him. But I'm like, I, yeah, so literally it's just, it's cement. And it's like, it's, you know, it's not a big deal to live without carpet, but like the cement is sticky and I can't really have my room arranged. Also, I don't want to move all my clothes and everything back in because they're going to come in here with machinery to put the carpet back in. So then I just have to move it back out. Just doesn't really make sense. And also luckily my parents' house is actually closer to my job. So it, it was nice and I love living with my parents. But, um, it was... Yeah, it was not um, it was not a fun time. Um, it was a pretty fucking disgusting time at that, and it technically isn't even solved. But hopefully tomorrow they're supposed to come out and do it, and hopefully that everything will get back to normal. Um, and I still just want to know who's fucking poop. Who like I I can't I can't I can't. Water was coming up from the cement into the, like it was the sloshing sound that it made maybe the grossest thing of all time maybe the grossest thing i've ever experienced cannot do it i'm out i just veto canceled it i know that was last week's word but canceled it speaking of last week's word of the week um this week i think Gosh, that's a tough one. I don't really have a word. Um, I heard I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, he was interviewing Dak Shepard, which I love Dak Shepard so much. He's like one of my favorite podcasters. He's one of the reasons that I wanted to get into podcasting. 
Um, and he, um, he actually just in the media, it turned, so he's like been addict free for a long time. He was an addict and he's, I think he was like 16 years sober or something, but he like, it just came out that like he had a relapse and like was hiding it or whatever. And the reason I'm saying it is because he had a, his podcast, he had a special episode called seven days and it was one of the most heartfelt and just like to be in the public eye like he is and to come out and say all this stuff and admit all this stuff and just like have to deal with this in such a public way because in a lot of ways he's become a figure for um aa and like all these things i just like was very blown away and i was very impressed and especially because it's my field and i'm very well aware that like to be as successful as I would like to be in this, in my career of acting, that comes with a lot of times, that comes with being in the public eye, most of the time, I would say. And will I get there? I hope so, but I'm not going to say I will because there's a lot of luck and things that happen. I think that if I work hard enough, I can get there. But just like to be in this career, and a lot of times people talk about actors who... Um, just like it's the ego and you are in the public eye and you have to act differently so just to see someone like in like Dak Shepard who is in that public eye and handled it in the way he did was so encouraging to me that like you can go into this field and you can be in the public eye and still be true to yourself you can still be who you are you can still have your values and your morals and I think that that was I just loved it but anyways he was on this guy's podcast named Michael Rosenbaum, who's also a uh, actor, and he um, he kept using the word specificity, but he kept saying it spec specificity, specificity. So that's going to be the word of the week. Instead of saying specificity, say specificity. No, specificity. Specificity. It's a little tongue twister. It's like um, uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Nice. Mary Poppins, shout out. So, specificity. Specificity. There we go. Or the phrase of the week would be, who's fucking poop? Use that one too in your daily life and uh, see how people react. I'm sure you'll get a nice reaction out of them. It has come to that time in the podcast to do some questions. And... Like I said, I am alone this week. No producer. Um, if you haven't heard the podcast before, uh, I like to tell stories for the little, like the first half of it, um, and then we do some uh, questions and uh, just get some funny, like some funny questions and get some honest responses. I usually don't like to know the questions beforehand, but I don't have my producer with me, Gates, so uh, I'm going to be asking myself the questions, um, and I'm just going to rapid fire as much as I possibly can before I start. Um, I've said it before, but if you uh, if you're listening to this and you think of like a funny question that you think would be fun for me to respond, or you've seen one or whatever, um, please leave it. If you're watching on YouTube, leave it down below in the comments. Um, go follow the Instagram that's on the Come Down Pod, and you can DM me, um, and that will be one of the questions for the next week. I'll have Gates go through them and do them. Um, or if you know me personally, just text me or text Gates or one or the other, and. That's, that's kind of where I want to get to this is uh, just so that Gates doesn't have to look up questions every week. Um, so if you guys have some funny ones or just funny um, 
topics that you think would spur on some random tangents. That's what we're looking for for this part of the podcast. So uh, please let me know if anything comes to mind. Uh, but without further ado, we're going to get into it and I'm just going to rapid fire some of these questions. So I'll say the question and then I'll answer it. What would you do if you found a penguin in the freezer? Easy. It would become my new best friend. We would watch surfs up together. Um, and I would kind of become like Mr. Popper's penguins with Jim Carrey. I've never seen that movie, but I feel like I would just, I would definitely get a slip and slide and we would like slide across the house, like on our stomachs. Done deal. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? Easy palm tree. No explanation needed. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck? Actually, I'm going to go back to the tree question. Or I would be a pine tree because uh, it's the Stanford pine tree. Their mascot with the googly eyes looks really funny and I love it. Question three. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Ooh. I would say probably. Mm, I'm going to go horse-sized duck, right? Because even like a hundred duck-sized horses, that's a hundred. That's a lot. Like I probably couldn't even take on a hundred ducks, but one big duck, I think I could take it on. What's it going to do? Like bite me? Okay, fine. Whatever. How would you sell hot cocoa in Florida? That is a great question. Um, I would say that it, uh, I, um, mm, two ways either. I would say that if you drink it, it helps you sweat, which is good for you. It's like a sauna effect. And the humidity in Florida sucks anyway. So I'd be like, yeah. Or I'd be like, I'd probably have to like add some supplements to it to be like, this is good for you. And then, cause if you say like, oh, this has B vitamins, like, you know, or like this comes from Flintstones gummies. Anybody will drink it if you say it comes from Flintstones gummies, right? So I'd have to do that. Uh, where are we? Mm, how many basketballs would you fit in the room that you're in right now? Oh God, uh, 532. You're a, you're a new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be and why? Ooh, so it's like a brand new color? Oh gosh, I would be mm, neon beige. Enough said. I know it's not a real color, but it is now. It's just like a brighter, kind of a pastel-y beige, even though beige is already pastel. I digress. What is the funniest thing that has happened to you recently? Oh my God. So I have been watching um, Gilmore Girls, uh, if you know that show. And the reason I started, well, my sister watched it a lot when she was younger. And the reason I started watching it is because I'm doing this script with some friends and one of my friends wrote it and they want, um, it's very fast tempo and it's very quick comedy. And uh, that's the style that Gilmore Girls is. So I started watching it as kind of like research for this show and just to see kind of like cadences and stuff like that. But then I started to really enjoy it because it's a lot of fun. And the other day, my dad and my mom were watching it with me and my dad started talking in a cadence that I've never heard before. Like he, 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 this is, this is how we talked. He, he, we were like having a conversation. He goes, I just don't know why you would be upset by that. And I was like, I'm sorry, like what just happened? It was full Tigger, like the wonderful thing about Tiggers, you know? And him and I looked at each other and he said, I just sounded like Lorelai, which is one of the Gilmore Girls characters. And I started rolling laughing because the, like the, I had realized that for the past like 10 minutes, it's kind of like if you listen to people do an accent, you kind of like do it back. For the past 10 minutes, my parents and I had just been talking like the characters in Gilmore Girls, super fast paced and super like extra, like, oh my God, I can't believe this. 
And it was the, like my dad and I were crying laughing for a good five minutes. I don't remember the last time I've laughed that hard. It was fucking hysterical. Um, all right, next question. Describe the color yellow to someone who is blind. Oh, God. That's hard because like I think of yellow as a very bright, blinding color, but I probably shouldn't use the word blinding to a person that's blind. Um, I also, have they always been blind? Because I'd be like, it's a very like... Um, it's a very spring flowery color, but if they don't know what a flower looks like, that doesn't really work. So probably like I would say it's very, um, I always say that yellow is a very acquired color. It looks great against some shades and it looks not as great against some shades. I personally can't wear the color yellow. Just doesn't look great on me. My friend Rose fucking slaps a good yellow sweater or something like that. She looks great in it. So I would say it's an acquired, it's an acquired taste of a color. It's, it's soft, it's soft, but, um, but pungent. There we go. That's how you, I would describe it. But then again, like if they were blind the whole time, I don't know how, I don't know descriptive words to use. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. If you were a pizza delivery man, how would you benefit from scissors? I'm sorry. What? If you were a pizza delivery man, how would you benefit from scissors? I mean, it would make cutting... Can't you cut pizza with scissors, right? That's all I got. I don't know. That's a very random question. Um, probably... Yeah, definitely. Yep, that's what I would do. I would just cut the pizza faster. That's all I got. Why is a tennis ball fuzzy? Mm, well, because it's got to grip the court. That's easy. Also, you can put a bunch of them next to each other and it looks like a caterpillar and that's just that's just fun to do, right? Fun for all ages. Fun to play with, not to eat. Um, if you could throw a parade of any caliber through your office, what type of parade would it be? Oh, I would go full out Mardi Gras, have people in costumes, have floats, do like the whole shebang, have people coming in groups of like, because you know what, Mardi Gras, there's like different floats which like represent different things and it's like little like groups. Or troops, maybe. That's how I would do it. What would you do if you were the one survivor in a plane crash? I mean, I would try to survive. It depends on where. Like, if I was... Like, I'm trying to think. Like, if I was the one survivor from, like, Lost, the TV show, right? And I started to, like, hear noises and things. I, I would stay... If let, let's, say, let's say I crashed on a deserted island, right? I would... If I crashed on a deserted island, I would stay on the beach and I would try to survive and probably just die from hypothermia because I wouldn't survive very well. I would not go scavenging. Like I wouldn't want to survive that long because I don't think I would make it. And if there was something mysterious going on, nope, I'd be out. Now, if I like, let's say we hit the ground and like I, you know, it was in a public area. I would like to think that I would go back in and try to save people, but I probably would be so scared that I would like faint and pass out. And then like, I would wake up in a hospital room. It's probably what would happen. All right. If you woke up and had 2000 unread emails and it could only answer 300 of them, how would you choose which ones to answer? I mean, you check which ones are most important to the career, to the family, to the this, to the that. If I had 2000 emails, I would say 1500 of them are probably spam. So yeah, 
Also, some of these are like work related because it's I just looked up funny podcast questions and it's all interview questions. So that's why I need help from you guys because I'm running out of things on the internet. If you could have a machine that produced $100 for life, how much would you be willing to pay for it? Oh, if you could have a machine that produced $100 for life. So just every time I needed $100, I'm going to go with that. Every time I needed $100. Well, I would pay the amount that is in my bank account currently. Like I would pay my entire life savings if it meant that, because then I would just get all the money back, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to give that number, but yeah, that's, that's it. How lucky are you and why? Um, see, I would say I'm, I would say I'm very lucky. I say that I'm not lucky a lot because whenever I, um, like go to the casino or like do any gambling, my friend Ryan Dubois, very good at gambling. I am not. And so that I, so I say that I'm not lucky. Also, there is skill that goes on with it, but and like whenever I would enter a drawing or something when I was a kid or even today, I'm like, I never win, right? I just call myself unlucky. But I would say I'm a lucky person. Like I've had a very good life up like so far and I've been very fortunate and I like there were definitely a lot, like I said, in my career, there is a lot of luck that happens, right? And so um, for instance, Last year, I auditioned for a show. I didn't get that show. They offered me a role, and it was a it was um, it was it was called a swing, right? And what a swing is is basically you're you're the understudy, but you're the understudy for multiple people. So it was I think it was like four. I think it was like one speaking role and like four ensemble roles. And you would think that all the ensemble roles would be the same, but they're not because they have lines. Also, everybody's track is different. A, tra- a track for people that aren't in theater and um, a track is basically everything you do within the show. So like if I come from the left side of the stage, do a dance and end you know, the right side of the stage, so then I exit right instead of exiting where I came from, that's all part of your track, right? It's every movement. So... It, that's a lot to that's a lot to learn and it would it was going to be my first professional show and I just decided you know what like I don't really I've never been around a swing of that caliber so I don't really know how it would be done so I don't feel like I could do my best job and so I didn't think that I could commit to um, giving them my best because I was not aware of how to do it correctly right and I told them that and they were like, that's totally understandable. We really appreciate that. And so I, I ended up not being a part of that show. But a couple weeks later, um, they happened to have somebody drop out of a, the show that they were doing right before the show that I had auditioned for. And um, they asked me if I would do it. I would count that very lucky that they had somebody drop and that they thought of me. And so, um, you know, there are a lot of things like that that have happened in my acting career so far that I have just been very lucky to I've I've done I've worked very hard but things have come across in my life at the right moments and the hard work has matched up and so I would say that I'm I'm a very lucky person but probably not in the sense that most people would think when they're asked that question if you could only choose one song to play every time you walked into a room for the rest of your life what would it be one song to play every time you walked into the room 
it's like I listen to a lot of music, so I don't. Hmm. Trying to think of like. I think it would be I'm a believer, but the monkeys version. Actually, anything from the Sh- Shrek soundtrack. Yeah, All Star, Smash Mouth, Spanks. Um. Best best years of our lives, Baja Men. Yeah. Anything from the Shrek soundtrack, because it's just the best music. I mean, if you really want to give me Bad Reputation by Joan Jett, I would walk into that. If you could get rid of any one state, which would it be and why? Ooh. One of the Dakotas. Nobody needs them. You don't need two Dakotas. I just mesh them together, right? There's nothing there. Yeah, one of the Dakotas. I mean, I'm sure that there's stuff that we get from the Dakotas, but not that I'm aware of. And I've lived next to them all my life, and I'm like, I've never been and have no interest. So, one of the Dakotas. Probably, mm, probably north. Because south, you get like the Badlands, and like it's apparently pretty. So, I think North Dakota's got to go. Because all like the small states like out to the east are like all beautiful. And if you took away like Arizona or New Mexico, like where are people going to retire to? And Alaska's dope. And Hawaii's dope. Yeah, North Dakota, gone. Sorry. I'm sorry for anybody who's in North Dakota right now, but it can, can fuck off. It's done. Vetoed it. A penguin walks through the door right now wearing a sombrero. Why? What's up with the penguins? Is that like... It says surprisingly funny interview questions apparently these people think penguins outside of a penguin's habitat super fucking funny anyways a penguin walks through the door right now wearing a sombrero what does he say and why is he here Mm. he says hola of course because if he's wearing a sombrero he's clearly in a mariachi band and speaks espanol so he's gonna say hola and that's why he's here because he's a part of a animal mariachi band that gates has hired to come play for my birthday party so that's why you're in a room with three light switches each one sorry each of which controls one of three light bulbs in the next room you need to determine which switch controls which bulb all lights are off to begin and you can't see into one room from the other you can inspect the other rooms only once how can you find out which switches are connected to which bulbs No, I'm not answering that. That's like a puzzle and I don't do puzzles. I'm done. Nope, not doing it. I would make some, I would have somebody else help me. That's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, you two stand in that room and yell. That's all I would do. How would people communicate in a perfect world? Um, Not over social media. Done. What are man, why are manhole covers round? Mm. Why are they round? I feel like they're round so that, ooh, this is a good question. Why are manhole covers round? I don't know. I feel like, okay, no, I don't, manhole covers? I don't know. I agree they shouldn't be round. They should be a dodecagon. That's what they should be. They should be a dodecagon. And if you don't know what a dodecagon is, Go look it up. Geometry nerds. All right. Yeah, let's I'm I'm gonna start a petition to make manholes dodecagons instead of circles. That's all I got.
So, uh, is that the last question? Let's find out. Mm, that is the last question. So we're going to end on dodecagon manholes. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. I know it's probably a little bit shorter and it's a little bit more sporadic and maybe less, um, fine tuned than usual. But like I said, that's just because the past week and a half to two weeks has been very hectic and it's, um, not how we usually get it done. And I don't have my number one guy here to help me out with it. So, um, but I appreciate you guys listening anyways. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. I hope you guys got some laughs from our misery out of it. And if you feel the pain, I'm sorry, because this really sucks. Uh, but yeah, on that note, this, uh, yeah, go, if you haven't already, sorry, if you haven't already, uh, go check out the Instagram uh, on the come down pod. Um, that's where we post all of our clips and that's where um, all the updates will be. Um, and Exciting news. I'm going to look into putting this on iTunes. So right now we're just on Spotify um, and I'm going to get these uh, out on YouTube very shortly here. Um, And I'm also going to look into getting on iTunes. I haven't um, looked into all the details, but that's, that's the next step. So hopefully um, if you guys prefer iTunes over Spotify, you can start listening to it there very soon. If you want to know when that's happening, go follow the Instagram. Um, On that note, Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time.